Welcome to the Reporting Live from Adulthood podcast produced by Under the Influence Network. Woo! All right, I'm really excited to have you guys here today. Are you guys excited? Yes. Excited, so. nervous. Just pretty pretty excited. <laughs> okay. Can't wait good. to get into it. Okay, good. All right. Um, so this episode is going to be about religion. Not only religion, but religion and how it affects our dating lives. So before we get into all of that, um, I want you guys to introduce yourselves. So introduce yourselves with your name, how old you are, what your religious status is, and what your dating status is. And we go okay. Um, so you said name. So my name, my uh, hey everybody. My name is Juwan. I am Christian, twenty eight years old, dating status single. And then what was the last one? That was it. That was it. Yeah. See, that's that good memory right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, my name is Jason. I'm twenty nine, um, Christian, and happily in a relationship. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Uh, my name is Abby. I am twenty eight years old. Um, I'm single right now, and my religious status, I want to say that I'm Christian, but I'm also right now looking into, and I also think that I'm spiritual. I think that I may be more spiritual than than Christian, but we'll get into that. I know we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, Vanessa and Savannah looking at me. She was was ready. I know. She ready for me. Okay. um, Hi, everyone. My name is Sylvie. I am 20 eight years old yes i am a christian and i am single okay hi everyone my name is vanessa i'm 27 years old christian single okay hello um my name is harry wow your also voice known, sounds great in here I harry. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> also known as kajo just in case what? come on you listen, listen he always does what a culture, this what a culture. Sorry, why? um i am 28 i am taken and i am christian okay All right, y'all. Thank you guys for sharing your statuses and everything with me. So the first question that I just want to get into is how has your journey been with your faith? Were you always I know a lot of y'all mentioned that you guys are Christian. Were you guys um, always Christian? Did you guys always have um, like was your faith always strong? Were there times where it was weak? And how did you get to where you are now with your faith? I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um. So I've always been Christian in such a sense that I believed in um, Jesus Christ being my Lord and personal Savior. However, I was not a practicing Christian or I didn't take my relationship with Christ seriously until about, I want to say like a year ago or so. And I feel that's probably because um, I was just missing something in life. Mm. There was just something missing. Uh, There was like a tug on my heart and I just, I needed to figure out what that was and I was missing Jesus, literally and figuratively. I know it sounds very cliche because it's like, oh, you're missing something. But no, I was literally missing Jesus. And once I started taking my relationship with him seriously and stopped looking at it as a religion or trying to do things out of uh, I'm going to go to hell and rather I'm doing this because I love God Mm -hmm. or not doing this because I love God. And I know this is, you know, the path he wants me to take or Mm -hmm. this is what makes him happy. Then I started, okay, you know what? Let's really get into it. Okay. 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 So it wasn't always super strong. Oh God, no. (laughs) I was out here wilding. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Who wants to go next? What was the, I'm sorry. (laughs) What has your journey been with your faith? Um, okay. Um, I was pretty much born into like a Christian family, like uh Southern Baptist. So I've been going to church since I was little, um, by force. 
Um, but then eventually I chose to get baptized when I was like 14, like 12, 14 years old, like in between that time. Um, Morningstar Baptist Church, I'll let me. Um, okay. I'll put that out there, Blue Hill Avenue. Um, yeah, no, no. So, I, you know, I did have a long time when I was like actually reading my Bible like by choice. And then I was praying and everything with my grandmother. But then eventually I just kind of just fell off, you know, just, yeah. you know, doing things, just exploring, exploring the mind and having experiences, you know. I think that happens to a lot know? of people, yeah. And, um uh some things happened later on in life that we'll get into with the whole dating aspect later but then i started to uh explore other religions as well um particularly islam okay um I'm, i did not convert but i definitely you know i have a, I have a copy of the quran at home so i've, I've read it not all the way through mm-hmm. but i mean you guys should definitely take a look at it not trying to sway you anyway but i i, I know i know <laughs> just, I'm, 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 just, just say he looked at me i felt i felt i felt the heat you know it's like 90, it's 90 degrees over here 40 degrees everywhere else but just to take a look at it you know what i mean but um but yeah no so as, as of right now like i said like i am a christian but you know i'm always open okay um so yeah this i was born into the church um if you know me you know who my, are you oh this is Jason. Okay. Um, if you know me, you know my family has been raised and steeped in the church for years. Um, I've always struggled with my relationship with God, um, partly because of the way I was raised. Like, you know, Juan just mentioned um, getting baptized. I remember I was forced to get baptized. Same. Okay, Church of Pentecost. Same. Um, yeah, Same. I, I was forced to get baptized. So that always made me really resentful. Um, but... <laughs> As I've gotten older, I have kind of found my own path with God, and and now I'm working towards getting closer with Him, and I know there's more that I could always be doing to get closer to God, so I'm still exploring and and getting to know God better. Okay. I feel like my relationship with God or with the church, I think they're so different. My relationship with the church has not been great. I think because um, growing up African, you're kind of forced to go to church, right? That's just... It facts. just facts. So you wake up in the morning on Sundays, and if your mom's not yelling at you, somebody's yelling at you to get ready for church, right? And then it becomes a thing of, like, you're not even choosing it on your own. You're just being forced to go to church. And I feel like whenever you're forced to do something, it it, it makes it harder to, like, want to do it because you're being forced to do it. But um, I think that my relationship with the church hasn't always been too great because I come from a church that's super judgmental, and I hate when people judge people um i think that that should be left up to god and i think the way that the certain i know a lot of churches do this we were just talking about this off air but a lot of churches you know judge their congregation but the certain way that my church did it was to bring people up to the front and really judge them and then put them in the back of the church and i always just never liked that i also didn't like the politics of church as well um which is why i kind of stepped back from going to church and really wanted to focus on what is my actual relationship with God. And I feel like although my relationship with church has decreased, um, my relationship with God has gotten better because I've actually just seeked God and not everything that everything else that comes with God. I remember the beginning of the pandemic, all I kept saying was like, I don't want everything else that comes with God. I just want God. Like, I just want the relationship with God and everything else that comes with it. I think I'm all set at this point. So, yeah, that's just how my my journey with faith has been wow okay this is vanessa (laughs) and um i i was born into the church um parents went my grandfather's retired reverend in the church all that stuff and before i even like 
truly confessed to Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior, I was just in the church. Like, you know, just going to Sunday school, doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. going to the youth programs, all of that. And it wasn't until after college where I just had, like, a real true encounter with God mm-hmm. and my relationship with the Lord and how I how I saw um, just, just my whole perspective on everything, kind of similar to what Savannah was saying, is that um, just knowing knowing him made it made more sense in who I was like you know him once you once you know him you also know yourself mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to say no, that I phrase properly yeah but um yeah and it's it's been amazing ever since has it been easy breezy no <laughs> it's almost even been more of a challenge to be honest but every now and again you like he just sends you a word or just someone to comfort you or just something that just reminds you that he's listening mm-hmm. even the prayers that aren't really true prayers just like conversing with god and telling him about the quote-unquote little things and just him answering back to you in whatever way that he sees fit is honestly just so beautiful and i really hope that everybody also has experiences like that too it mm-hmm. just it's yeah that's what christianity is about that like personal relationship with god yeah um yeah this is harry um so actually i like all you guys like explanations about how you guys got to your your faith at this point <laughs> um i mean me personally i've i mean i never not ever thought about not going to church i just feel like that's been something part of my family for like a really long time um i went to catholic school for a really long time so i got to learn a little bit about just like being around Catholics and understanding yeah. how their mindset and like how their you know faith works mm-hmm. so like for me I kind of like at an early age I kind of just like I don't know it was weird I kind of like, combined it combined like my Catholic experience and just my my Methodist my Methodist experience and just combine them together so I like for example I do the sign of cross but like Methodists don't do that when I pray mm, but that's a Catholic I, thing right? Catholic <laughs> yeah thing, right? but like, I feel like that's something that I've been doing for a really long time so mm-hmm. I just like kept that with me right um I mean I just feel like when it comes to religion when it comes to faith um it's more of a personal thing yeah it's I know that we share it when we go too. to church together yeah um but like at the end of the day it's something you have to go back and deal with yourself you know what I'm saying we have to pray to ourselves so i've never stopped praying i always pray yeah i had had a couple years when i when i was in college and i wasn't going to church because like i didn't because you know, college it's, it's, i was about to say that's a lot because of us. college <laughs> that's <laughs> why but it's weird because like i knew people who went to church like all right i found a church near our school that's true that's something i never Man. thought to even do i used yeah. to be thinking yo yes. yeah, yeah. But, you, but you didn't, you didn't want to walk in there and get engulfed in flames yeah. did you <laughs> I mean, we was wildin', but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, before I went to bed, even when I was, you know, going a little crazy, you know, I prayed, you know, when I eat, I always pray. But, I mean, I feel like those years when I wasn't going, it just, I just, I don't, it just felt weird. And then when I got a little older, I was like, you know what? I don't even know when to tell me I have to go to church. Yeah. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go because I, I want to I like that peace. Yeah. I like that peace. It's yeah. just like a peaceful place for me. So, I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right, thanks. You, thank you guys for sharing. No, that's true. There, there's something about being at church and being at peace. Like I, I find it myself when I don't go to church for like a few weeks. I'm just like you feel, you feel weird. I, yeah, I, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go recenter myself. Do you, you know feel I mean? weird or do you feel guilty? I don't feel guilty anymore. No, I don't feel guilty. When, when I was younger, okay. I felt guilty because all all the Africans are calling to, to hey, where's oh, Jason? Why yeah. hasn't he yeah. been there? But now it's it's more for me. Like when I moved to Phoenix. My parents weren't there to ask me when I, if I went to church. I went and found our church in Phoenix, and I was like, I have to go. Just I need to recenter myself and yeah. who I am. 
Okay. But also, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. But also, um, to kind of tap onto that, you said, like, people will call you and be like, where's Jason? Church is, like, a community, you mm-hmm. know? So when, when you're not there, people notice, especially you, like, you have, like, you're very charismatic. You're, you know, kind of, like, you have, like, your hands in different pots and all that. And your presence is known. So when you're not there, folks are like, yo, where's Jason? Not in a, like, hey, where are you? But it's like, oh, like, I haven't seen you. Mm-hmm. What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I personally don't like to talk to anybody when I'm at church. <laughs> what? I, I like to just go, be in my nice little calming uh, form, do my little prayer, listen. Because I feel like a lot of times when it's saying the word, I mean, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but a lot of times it kind of, dep- like what you're going through in life, a lot of times it directly speaks to those mm-hmm. things. So I get to hear those things and then I get to walk back and just, I like to be in my car, I like to sit in the silence and just like, do you know what but, though just because you said that another reason why i stopped going to church well my specific church was because i felt like the word wasn't connecting with me they weren't spiritually feeding bruh, you. i was just like why am i coming here it, i really wait, had I? to ask myself like why am i coming to church am i coming to church because that's what is expected of me or am i coming because i feel like i'm really being filled by the word and once i felt like i wasn't being filled by the word i was out i was like mm-hmm. i need to figure out a better way to connect with god because obviously this ain't gonna be it yeah. so can i ask you questions for mm-hmm. you harry i'm sorry yeah. um do you know that we're called it so, do you know that we're called to fellowship? Yes, yes. Okay, so when you go to church and people want to fellowship with you and they're called to fellowship and you just go out to your car when you're done, how are they going to fellowship with you? <laughs> fellowship is just is more than just in church. No, yes. it's more than just in church, but the people of the church, right, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be a community. We're supposed to be a family. Granted, not everyone acts like that. But that's what it's supposed to be like. When I go to church, I want to be able to, yo, I'm going to go meet my sis, Vanessa. We can chit chat. We can, you know, talk about the week. We can talk about, you know, the sermon, yada, yada, yada. But I can't do that if I go right to my car when I'm done. I'll explain. So, like, all right, so for me, it's weird because when I was, like, when I was growing up in church, our church, like, a lot of the times they can, they kind of, like, integrated sports kind of. It's it's weird, right? So, like, During the week, you would have, like, some days you would go and everybody who went to our church used to go play basketball at our church because we have, like, a basketball court there. So, like, when I got older, I started thinking, I'm like, I don't think these kids have that anymore, right? So, I feel like my way of fellowship is, like, my ultimate goal is to, like, really, like, start, like, a program like that for my church for kids to be able to, like, just be in the church. Even if you're not, like, taking in the word every single day, you're coming to church to come play sports. You'll get some type of experience because I feel like being there is the first step. Mm-hmm. Like being there is like the first thing and then everything else is on you and God, between you and God. So like I feel like my fellowship is mainly by me trying to figure out ways to try to help people who were in my position than for me to just be like sitting there talking about like, because like, what are we really going to talk about? What are like, we what even talking about? Together? Like, <laughs> no, but we, they, what we did this past year. Yeah, but also God works and he speaks through man. So mm-hmm. there could be something deep down in your heart like, how am I about to pay my rent? You know, and you're just thinking about it through the word and somebody could just be like, you know what, God's going to do something for you or like, hey, bro, I was thinking about you. God has it on my heart to give you $1,000. I'm going to just give you the money. And that's just an example. That ain't never happened. It's, it's, it's an example. <laughs> it's but, an example. But, but like, but no, but I've, I've had people give me money just to that's... give me money. But um, just fellowshipping and just having somebody being like, whatever you're going through, like God, God is talk, with you. He's yeah, with like, you. I'm here with you. Right. And that that can just like, 
you know, ginger up your spirit. Like, okay, I'm not in it alone or like whatever the case is. But just also like interacting with folks. It don't have to be heavy. It can just be simple, like really light, going out to eat, like whatever the case is. That's all in the experience with fellowship and with your brother, uh, with your brothers and sisters in Christ. All right, quick, quick question because I know I know you want to I know you want to go to that. <laughs> Please, guys, <laughs> guys, there's gonna be a whole part two episode. Well, I just want to say this: there's gonna be a whole part two episode. Um, of this, you know, same religion topic, I want to get more into the growing up African okay. religious beliefs and all of that. So I am going to cut this short after Harry speaks because okay. I do want to get into the dating piece of this and how that interacts with religion. So, okay, <laughs> I know I want to get to the juice, but the, I think the this juice. is a great conversation, though, to have. No, and so I want to continue it in the part two. Of course, of course. So you guys are talking about more like if some if something I know you weren't. That was just an example. You saying like mm-hmm. if yes. something happened to you, but. For me, like, wouldn't you think that's more? I wouldn't say more, but it's like, the, have you guys believe in law of attraction or no? Explain yeah. what law of attraction is, real yeah, quick, for us. Just, just really quickly, short. It's like, obviously, if the wants and the like, anything that you really want can be achieved by not just thinking about it, but putting every, all your energy and everything into that one thing, right? Like you, I don't know if you have another definition. Like almost willing it into existence, right? Believing it's almost it's almost like faith, right? Believing that something is gonna happen, and therefore because you believe that it's gonna happen, it will happen. So like, what? So I like that. So the fact that that's what you think, I always combine that with God. I don't think that those two are exclusive. I yep, think that I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I though my willingness to want something to happen also is also combined with how my willingness that I believe in God so much that he's going to allow this to happen. Mm. So it's not just because, like... Mm. Okay, Harry, think, come on with the points. I mean, come on, come you know with the, like, come I, with I, the I, points. Like I said, man, don't, don't, don't let the braids fool you. Okay, the period. period. And that's not what? My But yes, yeah, go, go with your topic. Okay, all right. No, I think that was a good point. I think you guys, honestly, y'all have good points as to... Whatever, you guys have good points. <laughs> all right, so... I know that the three of us are single. The ladies in the room are single. And Juan, you're also... (laughs) (laughs) Juan is also single. My question is to y'all and myself, do y'all think that our religion or our religious beliefs have anything to do with why we are still single? Very much so. Uh, I'm going to say for me, it's probably not hindering it's more so a personal thing, but it's definitely affecting it. It's some, some, somewhat, but not. It's not the main reason. Okay. It's not the main reason. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The both of you say yes. No, mine is the main. Reason. Okay. Well, tell me why. What? What's the reason <laughs> why? Just, hey, <laughs> Boston, please. Y'all, Vanessa brought her dog, and he is tripping. I told him not to blink him. All right, go ahead, Sylvie. Let us Um, know why you think that religion has an influence on your single status right now. There's just a type of man that I'm looking for, or just, you know, spiritually when it comes to my relationship with Christ and how I would want my man to, I guess, also have a relationship with Christ. And I'm going to be real frank. This isn't me being conceited. I look good. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Can we get a round of applause <laughs> for that? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not really yeah. a problem out all here to, to get a man. You know, it's so getting stupid. the right type of man. Okay. All right. So, it seems like you're pretty specific with the type of guy that you're looking for and that you do agree that your religion has an influence on how or how you interact with this person or how you find this person. So, tell me a little bit more about exactly what you're looking for and why you think that your religion has such a big influence on it. So I'm looking for a man that actually has a relationship with God. 
And I feel like in this generation, a lot of people take that to be different. Somebody might say, okay, I have a relationship with God, but hasn't really prayed, have a relationship with God, but doesn't really seek or even, you know, um, I guess, quote unquote, be a practicing Christian. All right. I want to talk about that a little bit because I feel I hate saying this, but it all seems like there's different levels when it comes to this faith thing. And I hate saying different levels, but that's just what the word is for me right now. It seems like there's different levels when it comes to this faith thing. So somebody can say that they're a Christian, a Christian. Right. And that they're praying to God, but they are not going to church like we were just talking about. Is that okay for you or that's not okay for you? You need somebody that's in the church. Like, what type of level are we looking for here when we say somebody who believes in God has a relationship with God? When I tell you I get up at 4 a.m. to pray, I don't need you looking at me crazy. I need you to understand that Do you need him to pray with you? No, I don't need you to pray with me at that time. But Mm -hmm. when I get married, I need us to be able to pray together. Granted, it doesn't have to be together all the time because at the end of the day, I still have a relationship with Christ and you also have a relationship with Christ. But... I need you to be a, a, not even at least, I need you to be a praying Christian. I'm a praying Christian. I am a word reading Christian. I am a Christian that believes in the Bible. I believe in a special, in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So does your man need to hit all those points as well? Yes, sir. And is that realistic in 2021? Yes, it is. You need to lead me to Christ, baby. You're the head of my household. Mm -hmm. Like, if yeah. you don't know how to hold your I, own, I just I just want to add this, just because <laughs> I just I just happen to find this. I like to be thorough with the information. So I want to ask you because I know from talking to you off air and seeing you now, now you're serious about this, right? <clears throat> I just want to quote this from First Corinthians seven twelve okay, through fourteen. Okay, <laughs> we bring in Bible right, scriptures, right, guys. Right, right. <laughs> no, no, it's just because just you know, you know. So to the rest, I say that if any brother has a wife who is an unbeliever and she consents to live with him, he should not divorce her. If any woman has a husband who is an unbeliever and he consents to live with her, she should not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is made holy because of his wife, Mm. and the unbelieving wife is made holy because of her husband. Mm. Otherwise, your children would be unclean. Mm. But as it is, they are holy. Okay. So, Hmm. would you, like, let's say you really like somebody, but they weren't up to your standards at first, but they were kind of open to learning, would you be willing to kind of foster them in, take them in, and kind of bring them up to speed? Great question. Great question. Yeah, That's a... I don't know. I Vanessa agree. made a face like yeah, no, 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 no. Vanessa I, made a face I, like I'm not trying to answer that. Can I tell you? There's actually, um, <laughs> this is kind of crazy. Um, I've come to that situation where I, I liked the guy. He, he was cool. He didn't take his Christianity too crazy. But, you know, he he, I, he checked off everything else on my list. I said, you know what? But I, I needed that Christianity thing to be a boost. Right? So I would, like, send him, like, scriptures. Or, like, I'd be like, oh, did you go to church? Or, like, I'll try to start conversations about Christ. Because, obviously, you know, everyone needs, like, a starting point. But my guy was just not open to it. And if you're not open to it, that's just that's, that's just it that's, that's completely understandable. Yeah, exactly. But was there, like, an open, com- direct conversation about it? Like, hey, this is what I need that's for true. us to move forward? Or were you just kind of hinting at it? Oh, no, no, no. We had multiple conversations to the point where it was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I... I laid down what my fears were. My fear is literally getting married. So that scripture is for people who who are already married and one of them maybe found the faith after. It's a little bit harder when you're married, right? Like I said, if I'm waking up at 4 a.m., kaba, 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 kaba in the room and you're That's used tongues, guys. That was her <laughs> And you're tongues. used to praying. You're going to turn at me and look at me crazy like, sis, I got to get up at 6 o'clock. Like, don't be praying in my ear. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody who you marry is already on that wavelength, they understand that, okay, you need to stand and pray at that time. That's your time to pray. Okay. I will say, Savannah, 
as a Christian who knows prayer, if I gotta be up at six, please that's go in a spare bedroom. You know what? That's crazy. I was <laughs> thinking no, the exact some, same thing. Some people, I'm thinking that too because some people God calls you at six a.m. for I know. No, that's fine. That, that's cool with me. I'm not looking at you crazy for praying. Is I have to be up for work. Please go in the spare bedroom. That's what I'm talking about. I just think that some things we have to be realistic about, right? Like if we're waking up at if you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning. And even if your husband is a God-fearing man and he got to go to work at six o'clock, like Jason said, whether, you know, he's a God-fearing man or not, he's probably still, that's just like a regular emotion as a human. You're probably just going to be like, girl, I got to go to work. Like, okay, maybe you do this thing for my parents then, because I know that that happened. I know my mom wakes up at 1 a.m. for two hours. But your father is also a pastor. Like I said, it's a thing for my parents. Yeah, so, but that's my thing. Are we, are we... These expectations that we have for these men here in 20... I'm not saying to lower anybody's expectations when it comes to Jesus Christ. I'm just saying these, like, super high expectations that we have for these men's is in 2021. But- I don't think it's a high expectation, though, because you have to die to self. As humans, you know, as people... You want to eat Chick-fil-A every day. You want to sleep all the time. You don't want to do work. You don't want to sit at a desk. You don't really, you won't always want to pray. You won't always want to read the word. You have to die to yourself and kill your flesh and do what the spirit is, is like empowering you to do. And that means waking up at 4 a.m. That means praying every night at midnight. That means reading your word. That means setting time aside and doing things of the Lord. It's not. As, as people, like, our hearts are wicked. We have to really commit ourselves to God. And if you are if you are a man or if you're a woman and you're operating in that way, it will make sense if your spouse is waking up at 4 a.m. It's even going to ginger you up and be like, let me also pray because sis is praying about something and I don't know what she's trying to tap into. Let me but, back her. But let me also be with gang gang praying with her. Mm. And I don't think that's unrealistic. You're on, you're on to something I over there. I think it's a little unrealistic. I do, I do, I do just want to cut in real quick and just say download that Chick-fil-A app because you do get free sandwiches. You thanks! And I, and I got the app! Harry, 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 Harry put me. I just want to... Did. Because I didn't want to yeah, forget that. I didn't want to forget that. Check out the receipts because he got the free sandwiches on there. You know? A site server. And then... I'm t- it's, it's crazy. Thank you for that. Because I, I can work on it. Y'all... Just, just keep it... Yeah. But that's all. No, no. But I'm going to bring it back, though. I'm bring it back. Your Your expectations aren't actually off the wall because... I do know for a fact that the first, like, if you're a Muslim, the first prayer is like 4:30 in the morning. Yep. Like, and that's what that's required. Oh, I don't think they're yeah. off the wall at all. Don't no, no, I'm saying like, you know how like, you know, how you were saying like, 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 um, he said go to the spare bedroom, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like, no, like the first prayer is literally like 4:30 in the morning. Like, that's like required. Right. I, so that's that, cr- you know. Can I just say something real quick? So, like, we're talking about relationships and religion, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you guys. Are, brought up expectations right what you expect Mm -hmm. um so like i bring this up i brought this a couple times i talked to abby about this before Mm -hmm. like i read the book mastery of love by don miguel ruiz right and he talked about how the true like the most truest way to find somebody is going into a situation with no expectations because like the moment that i have expectations for you how you have disappointment you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. if i expect something from you but i expect something for myself those two things might not match what you see in me and what I see in myself may be two different things. Right. So I feel like when you're looking for a partner, especially when it comes to religion, we're talking about religion where it's a personal thing. Like your religion is a personal thing to you. But if you're expecting something from your husband out of his religion, now it's not a personal thing to him. It's something that now you guys are both looking at instead of something that just strictly for him. So you believe in Christ, but you don't believe in standing and travailing in the middle of the night? Like... No, that's what I'm saying is how are you even finding are you where are you okay that, that was one of my questions where are y'all planning on going and finding 
these men who meet your standards when it comes to your faith? I think they'll find guys who have that. Where, though? But I feel like I feel like it's just something that happens naturally. Like I'm not coming in looking like, oh, you like you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. No, that's that's not that, true because like, if that's I don't I don't agree with that because I know certain people who will be on like a dating app and as soon as they see that that person is not Christian, like they're out. They're like, no, bye. Or that person doesn't, or they'll meet somebody and be like this person doesn't um is not strong with their faith or they don't go to church. Bye. It's like the door closes. On that's what I'm that saying. Because I know I asked y'all the question. You know what's crazy? Wait. My dad actually said the same thing to me. He I saw that me, on your Instagram. He, asked me, he said, "What kind of man you look for?" I said, "Daddy, I want a god." That's what I'm god. trying to get to, Savannah. Like, I'm trying to get there because I feel like, for me at least, is I think that you know whatever you believe in is important. It's important to me too. I'm not gonna lie and sit here and be like, I don't care what you are, but I also really care about who you are as a person. Like. I think first for me and I know that that may not be first for y'all I think maybe first for y'all is probably like and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to talk for you but maybe first for y'all is like do you have a relationship with God but for me it's like are you like a good person like are you kind all of that and then we can get into like do you have what is your relationship with God where are you at right now and I'm kind of like for me I'm open to like wherever you at because I know sometimes for me I don't know where I be at with my relationship with God too so I'm not gonna come and be like you know you need to be this you need to be that but I understand that you are at a point where would you're you be in- with someone who has no relationship with God at all that's the thing I would not okay. not <laughs> I would not I wouldn't be with somebody who has no relationship at all with hey Boston was that him what was that I I don't think that I would have a relationship I mean I would go into a relationship with somebody who has no relationship with God because that kind of scares me a little bit because like where's your faith coming from like faith at all any type of faith but yeah I don't think I would do that but I mean part of being with somebody right as long as they have some type of faith it's when you're building your relationship you're building also your relationship with God together right so you can't expect somebody to be grown in their relationship with God the same level that you are and just have them be there. Sometimes in order to grow your relationship together, you guys have to both grow together in God. So that's 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 why you sometimes have to open yourself up to somebody who may not be as as far as where you are in your path to God. That's absolutely right. But at the same time I and I'm gonna I know it's, this might not make sense to a lot of people, but also keep in mind a lot of people, um, you're calling. Some people are called to be pastors. Some people are called to be first ladies. Some people are called to be yada, yada, yada. I think it would make more sense to Vanessa just because we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Um, there's a certain type of man that I, for one, know I need based on my calling in Christ. I okay. know I can't get just with anybody. I, because of the life that I live and I know the calling that is on my life, I can't get with just anybody. And on top of that, as a man, I need you to be able, I want a man to teach me things that I don't already know about the Bible. A you quick know question. How, how did you, do, um, I don't know if you want to share this, but how did your parents get together? Can you say your, your father's a pastor? Oh yeah, my dad, my daddy is a pastor. Um, shout out to Pastor Gabe. He won't be listening to this, but shout out to him anyway. <laughs> hey. um, my dad was not in the faith when him and my mother met. And we actually had... <laughs> This conversation. Wait, Listen, my, okay. mother, my that's my, okay. that's my dad. And they grew together in <laughs> faith, okay, but that's in their relationship. But once again, we're talking about situation. Different, different. Let it get a rock. Let it get a rock. Once again, 
you're saying everyone has their own relationship with Christ. I met my Christ now. My parents were married by my age. Okay. So who is to say that if they weren't married by my, I mean, they weren't married by my age, they wouldn't have met Christ separately. Even when other, my dad, like I said, we had this conversation and he asked me, what kind of man you want? I said, daddy, I want a man of God. And he said, what does that know, even look like, huh? bro? What does a man of God look like? How do you even not a know? pastor per se? But like, how do you even know? Yo, I know a bunch <laughs> of men of gods out here. And I've heard Wait stories. It. My <laughs> nigga. Listen. <laughs> okay. No. I've heard. You'll know when you Hold see on, bro. But I'm saying like, how do you know? I've heard so many stories of men of God who are two time and women who are acting wild out here in these streets. How do you know that you meet somebody fruit. and you just know They're that fruit. this is a man of God? They're fruit. They're fruit. What does that mean, it. sis? Huh? This hey, don't pull up your I, phone. No, this is where I pull up my Bible scripture. Okay, so I actually just posted this on my Instagram yesterday. But Matthew 7, um, 15, it says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but they are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick a grape um, or figs? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't. I'm sorry, can't produce bad fruit and a good tree can't produce i'm oh i messed that up can we start again no crazy <laughs> but thank you you know what i'm saying so yes their their fruits is gonna show you if you choose not to listen if you know your man's cheating on you and by all means this does not mean go and leave your cheating man that's between you god and your man but there are certain things leave your I'm, cheating man bro oh that's don't <laughs> leave your cheating man married you deserve sight. better <laughs> Yo, we're, we're gonna get into Yo, married at first sight too you know what i'm we'll saying have a cheating episode in the, down the line right yeah yeah definitely <laughs> cheating episode for sure leave him okay so um where was i even going with this before we started talking i was about asking you i was asking you okay i know you read that i understand that scripture but that's show how do you know initially you see this man of god you see that he's um He's a praise worshiper, or he's a pastor, or he's an elder, or he's just very involved in the church. He looks great. He looks like a man of God. Mm-hmm. Now, that's probably who you're attracted to because you said that there's a certain type of man that you're looking for, and I'm assuming it's somebody who is a leader or some type of man of God. Um, but how are, you, like, how are you vetting these people to make sure that because your, your will is so strong to say, I want a man of God, how are you vetting these people to make sure that you're actually getting a man of God? I really want to talk about that because okay. I just see way too many men of God out here acting wild and p- proclaiming to be the man of God. And I see a lot of women getting hurt. Okay. Also, I'm interested Lauren? in hearing what the rest of what your dad said to you. Okay. So oh, can sorry. we finish that first and then yeah, I can sure. go? Okay. Sure. So my father said... I was not the man of God that you see before you now, which is completely true, right? So in that aspect, I think that's also something that I'm learning to do. Maybe mm-hmm. my expectations might be too high. Maybe I might want a man that's already like bow tie on top, already mm-hmm. done or whatnot. Are you However, sure you're not looking for your father? Huh? Hey, jeez. I'm 110% sure I'm not looking for Gabe. <laughs> Why is it that because I'm looking for a man of God, it has to be my father? Because you're because of the level of faith that your father is. I know your dad. He is one of the holiest men I've ever met. And He's just, actually not. <laughs> well, it, from my, from my point of view, right? And from the descriptions that you're saying of the type of man that you're looking for, I see a lot of your father of what mm. you're looking at in terms of faith in mm. his I'm sorry that my father's a popping guy. And no, that's a good know? point, though, Savannah. I think that's a good point. But the thing is, my dad. But I I'm think it's sorry. also okay if you're yeah. looking for somebody no, that's it's, like it's you. You know what I mean? A, it's just something cool to be aware of. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. A cool guy. But it he might, but it might have your expectations 
a lot higher. That's what I'm saying. And it's okay. But I want you to take into account what your dad said about he wasn't the man of God that he is now, but you're now looking for oh, somebody I'm who is like your take, father no, who built that's up the thing. there. You put that in my mouth. You said, I'm looking for a man that's like my father. It, it yes. seems to me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean what, to put that in your mouth. She never thing- said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The things that I described, describe my father, but my father, that's, oh my God. that's, that's, that's just the type is. of guy. You know, that's just yeah. the type of guy he is. Yeah. It is what it is. Love the guy. But, um, back to your question. Yes, ma'am. One, you'll know them by the fruits, their fruits. they you watch someone long enough. They're going to tell you who they are. I need you to use another word than fruits. Okay. Um, Simplify that. What they do, how they speak. You can that's tell. what I'm saying. These men will speak and portray like the, they are the men of it. God. That's not just it. You but they yourself? out here with Sharon and Keisha. Okay. Both that's of them Sharon at the same <laughs> time, you yourself have to be a praying woman of God, right? You have to make sure that even though you yourself, because at a point in time, if this man is fine, I got eyes. Yes, I'm going to want him. Ew. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> but you have to take that out. The spirit is the spirit. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. If you seek him diligently and you ask, I promise you, you're going to point it All out. All right. I want to get to, because you said that, okay. we need to get to Married at First Sight. I know y'all. I know This you, is where I step back because I am. Have you watched Married at First Sight, Vanessa? God, come on, y'all. All right. I'll give you a little bit. And, you know, Jason, hop in anytime because I know you were married at first. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you guys watch Married at First Sight? I think, I think, I think before we came here. I know. I, I think Boston watches Married at First Sight. Boston is the dog guys if you guys Hashtag forgot spoiler alert if you haven't watched the last episode thank you so yes this is going to be a spoiler spoiler alert if you haven't watched this season this whole thing will be a spoiler alert Dang. so yeah but so just skip past this if you don't want to hear it y'all so in this season of married at first sight there's this woman named Paige and this man named Chris. So Married at First Sight basically is a show about um, bringing two people together. And there's like five couples, I think. So you bring two people together who don't know each other. They meet each other at their wedding day. Right. And they're married. And basically what the show does is it follows them for like eight weeks or something like that. And at the end of the eight weeks, they decide whether they're going to stay married or get a divorce. So one of the couples in the show is Paige and Chris. Now, Chris says that he is a man of God, okay? This man was a pastor before. He believes in God, all that. In the show, he says, oh, I stopped being a pastor because I wanted money because it wasn't paying enough, okay? That was my first, like, um, this nigga's trash. Check, please, red flag. Yeah, very much so. So, you know, the show continues. I already know he's trash. By the way that he's talking about Paige, she has a great body. Like, she has a huge ass. She just has a great body, but she's also a cute... (laughs) She not she does, and and but she's also like a a good person inside. But all he keeps talking about is her body, right? Like, oh yeah, she's beautiful. Her body's so beautiful. Not even that she's beautiful because he's saying that you know this isn't the type of girl that I usually go for. I usually go for pretty girls, quote unquote, is what is what he said on national That's TV. So mean. Man of God, okay. Mm-hmm. So um now Paige Paige has been pissing a lot of people off because. Paige sees all this shit, okay? Paige sees that he's trash. This, this man has now gotten somebody pregnant, okay? From well, the, on the show? Not somebody, his ex-fiance. His ex-fiance. Well, on the show, they oh. were together when he got her pregnant? Yes. They weren't, okay, so Paige and him weren't together, but they were in the process of the show, the show like, okay. because it was the girl six weeks pregnant at the time that he told her, right? Okay, man oh. of God. 
So you know, she keeps saying man of God because this man, man clearly said he didn't hey, want to be this a pastor. Man said he is a man of God. He also said he don't want to be a pastor. Gotta, man, gotta, you gotta flee from fornication. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Okay. Let me finish, y'all. So now Paige has had multiple opportunities to leave, but you know why Paige is not leaving? Paige said that she has prayed about this and God has basically prophesied to her that this is what is supposed to be happening. She's supposed to be staying in this marriage. She's supposed to be trying to make this work. So I know that we had talked about this off air, but when we talk about a man of God and we're praying and we're connecting with the Holy Spirit, that's great and everything like that. But I think that sometimes we hear that too much and then we're like, okay, now I'm put in this position, but I prayed to God and he said that I'm supposed to be here, right? Is this the Holy Spirit that's leading me to be here? Well, I think so. So then she believes that. And the situation that she's in is wild and she's not leaving because of exactly what you said is praying and getting discernment from God. And I just don't, I, I don't know. Can we go mm. back to the fruits? Because the fact that you, the fruits literally talk about how the person acts and how the person talks, right? And you, slowly based off how he acts, was able to to determine that he was, quote unquote, not a man of God. If she has decided to see all that Bec- and decided But not because to leave, she has prayed and she said that because pray prayer has will. told her to stay. You, nah, we can't, God, we can't separate the two, not, bro. No, people of God sometimes we will put our will of a situation or what we want and we will project it on God and say that God said it to us and then go around and say, God told me, God told me, God told me when realistically God hasn't spoken. So if it's looking like that, God might have not spoken. I mean, if God says we are all created in his likeness, are we not all people of God? That doesn't mean you're not a person of God, but if you project your will, be like, okay, you know what? I want a red car. God knows he wants to give you a blue car, but you yourself, I want a red car. I'm praying for a red car. I'm praying for a red car. I'm praying for a red car. The enemy, unfortunately, the enemy does bring blessings. The enemy brings you a red car and you take it and you say it's from God. Who's that? That's on you. You didn't pray for God's will. You prayed for your will and you asked God to put a stamp of approval on it. All right. So Harry brought up a good point because he said, well, what about priests? What about this? What about that? Are they considered men of God? But we also know that all men could fall short. Right. So um i know of men of god quote unquote who are in church leaders in church who end up doing wild shit bro who like cheating on their wives and then they're brought in the front of the church and disgraced and taken of their titles and then put in the back of the church right these wild (laughs) these are all men of god right so when we say like we're looking for men of god we're looking for men of god i just feel like we Women have to stop putting this pressure on ourselves to find this perfect man man of God because that man of God can still deceive you even when he's the elder of the church, even when he is the pastor of the church. Okay. So when you're looking for a man of God, like I just feel like we should be looking for people and who they are as a person and then man of God, cool. But that's just me and how I interact with people and how I look at so, Pete, dating. You said, how do you know if it's a man of God? Yeah. Like you just have to pretty much like you have to look at the actions because like I said, the devil can recite scripture perfectly. Right. So even if I'm telling you I come with a nice suit and I have all the promises in the world and I'm telling you John three sixteen, which I'm pretty sure everybody can recite, whatever, but or just anything, but you have to look at what I'm doing because you'll know if I'm if I'm if I'm him or if I'm not him. You'll know. And also that, to, 
Sorry. Go ahead, Vanessa. Also, too, as Christians, we need to understand the word says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So if you have a position in church or just if you're a regular person, you have to understand that the enemy is constantly trying to find different devices and ways to bring you down. The higher you may be in, in ranking in church, the the harder you'll obviously fall, and that's going to deter people from remaining in Christ. So if you're an elder or pastor or whatever and you somehow fall short, you know, you have an affair, like whatever the case is, is brought to the church, people are going to be like, dang, this person did that. All right, I'm not going here anymore. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what the enemy wants. So we constantly have to continue to fill our spirit and to just like stay prayed up and stayed armored up because the attacks are going to come from every single which way. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do. So we can't necessarily base our personal relationship with Christ on what other people are doing. Yeah, we'll know them by the fruits, but there's so many things that could possibly happen and there's so many things that can possibly like deter us from remaining strong in our faith and we just have to literally keep our eyes on jesus i mean i think one of the things that we're trying to do here right is define what a man and or woman of god is right right and i think at the very basis it should be a person who is true to their word right and, and what i mean by that is are they living their life? Are their action matching the things that they say they mm-hmm. want? That is the very first step. It's the basic building block to that. But that should be about anything. Exactly. That's it. Shouldn't just be about Christianity. Like it should. Like, are you? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? You know, I exactly. Agree. Like, I agree. It, that's, that's what my we point. Should be looking at exactly because you, if you, you cannot be a man and or a woman of God, whatever that final definition will be, unless you have that. I think the second part to that is: Are they living? an honest and truthful life, not only to the people around them, but to themselves. Right. Because we, you know, we talked about falling short of the glory, right? But it's also about, are we honest with ourselves that we're falling short? And what are we doing to make up for that? So if you're not, if you don't have those basic two things, and those are the first thing, two things you should be looking at, as Abby mentioned earlier. And then that's when you start looking and you start finding, or at least be in the right direction to find your man and or woman of God that you are looking for. But you need those two things. Now, to self, can you explain that to me? Uh, real, real quick before you guys go to uh, go on real quick. I thought, like, like, all right, so I watch Girlfriends, right? Man. Loved it. All right, Girl. so you guys have seen all the episodes? Yeah. Of course. All right, so I remember this episode when Lynn was dating a pastor. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that episode. Okay, cool. And the pastor the whole time kept on saying he would like to refrain from sex because he that's not that he practices that mm-hmm. abstinence until he gets married. All right, I got you. <laughs> so <laughs> he kept on talking about that. And then he got into a weak position, obviously. They, I don't they, they say, did do. He did what he had to do, you know what I'm saying? And after that, he felt like extremely bad about doing it. But then his whole congregation felt like Lynn was the person who was pretty much making him to a bad person. And he was like, no. Lynn is a great person. She makes me a better person. I just had a weak moment. Mm. So if that happens, because like I know you kept on talking about like, like your example a lot of times was the pastor and he cheats on his wife or something. Mm-hmm. As a congregation, shouldn't we be the same people to try to forgive and still know that this man is human? So he does of make course. mistakes instead of us being like, well, he's not a man of God anymore because he made a mistake. No, but... I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't... So what I'm saying is that this whole looking for a man of God as like a Christian woman and looking for a man of God shouldn't just be because of the person's title or because of how much power they have in the church or because the person, this person says that he's a man of God. So he is a man of God or whatever. So that's what we're like, our eyes are attracted to because 
if I'm a if I'm like a Christian woman deep in my faith and I'm looking for a man of God, people I'm looking for are church leaders. I'm looking for Wait, the people. Abby, that's not what I'm looking for when I say I want a man of God. I don't care if you have a title. A man of God to me is someone who has a relationship, a real relationship. And when okay. I mean relationship, I mean the same way you would want a man to pursue you or how you know, you ain't finna talk to a man if he doesn't text you every single day. Let's just be real frank. Yeah, but okay, man, that's you. But I'm saying there's a lot of women out here that when they're looking for oh, a man of God. Oh, that's crazy. They're looking for power then. Right, but okay, they don't know that yet. But <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're looking for a man of God, a lot of people will go and look for people in those places, like the ones that are doing the wor- uh, leading worship or the people that are really like involved in the church and I, all i'm saying is like we should be careful of that because if you're but if if you're if you don't know that you're looking for power and you're just looking for somebody who's a man of god mm-hmm. as you're dating as you're meeting people and you're xing out people who are not men of god i think that's and you're looking at people you're saying people are men of god because of what they're doing in the church i think that you can be in a very dangerous situation and that's what i'm talking about because every man falls short i think that we should be giving people chances who don't present as men of god that's what i'm saying no i completely understand okay so i think there was like a disconnect between us or like the way i portrayed as man of god a man of god to me is not an elder of the church a man of god to me is not an elder of the church at the end of the day elders of the church you know what i mean uh the title doesn't make you i'm not looking for a man with a title i'm looking for a man with a actual relationship with christ i want you to the the way i think about it is how i would want a man to pursue me times 10 i'm not going to talk to god once a day because i don't want no man texting me once a day because i'm not going to give you the time of day i'll cut you off somebody i know will talk to me better you know more or whatever i want you to actually have a relationship i don't care about your title you could be an usher you could clean the toilets for all i care but they have to be in church uh, but you have to be in, you have see to clean, yeah. i don't even think that either see that's my thing that's why i think that we probably fall short of understanding each other because i don't think that somebody needs to be a needs to be going to church all, and be involved in the church to you know believe in god or i just don't believe that that's okay, just no, me though that that's just me though would you date somebody who is like that though who is, i would who's more of a like who is pretty much like what Savannah's looking for? Oh, that is somebody that Savannah's looking heavy, probably in the church community, not. and wants you to join that. Um, probably not because I'm really iffy with the church right now, so I don't know if I would You're be traumatized. <laughs> Yo, I think I am a little traumatized by the church. We we've been no traumatized bullshit. by our church. Yeah, that's, that's something that I've had to come Do to. We want to talk about this? If you've been traumatized, have you ever thought of maybe finding another Absolutely. place of worship? Absolutely. Yeah, let's not get into this. This is part two, okay? We're going to get into all of that in part two. <laughs> I'm like, okay. let's get into it. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to ask y'all, um, I I know that we talked off a little bit. We talked about, you know, dating outside of a religion. Um, would you guys date outside of your religion? Oh, um, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> my bad, my bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, I have, and I, I definitely would. Um, I think it's actually a good time to actually learn more about things you don't know about, right? So, obviously, most people date with the intention to marry. Um, I don't, like Harry said, I don't have expectations when I date people. I just kind of, like, you know, see what they have to offer, see what I can offer you. And then if it doesn't work out, amen, it doesn't work out. And I appreciate the time. But um, I like to learn things about people. And, like, as far as the religion, I dated a uh, Muslim woman before. And after after we stopped like dealing with each other I actually went further in trying to gain knowledge about it so I started to go hang around more Muslim people ask them questions 
And I mean, I, I, I like I like what I what I heard from them. You know, I see how they like they're living life, doing things. They taught me their customs. It's it's really cool, but I would have never got that insight if I never dated her. Cause mm. I would have never had the like why why would I want to learn about something I'm not even affiliated with or talking to or around or anything. So now I I immerse myself in the community. And now I right, is your of, mom Christian? Yeah, every, everyone in my family is pretty much Christian. How would they have felt about you dating a Muslim? It definitely would have been a hot button issue. Like it as in it, like they wouldn't have accepted the prob- person. I'm, I'm assuming I'm a, I, we never really had the conversation just because I. I'm weird. I don't really talk to my family about things that I do, even on a daily basis, let alone dating people and stuff like wise, that. Yeah. Um, it definitely would have been something though, because everyone pretty much, if they don't go to church frequently, they at least go. Okay. So it would have been, it was, it just would have been weird. an issue. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I, I know this sounds crazy. Like my mom, she's a, she's a flight attendant, right? So she flies a lot. And the first time I even heard about Islam, I hate to say, was like you know, nine eleven. Yeah. So. That's how the first time I even heard about this because I used to go to Christian school when I was younger. So obviously the things that I was hearing were so opposite of what it actually is. Right. So that's kind of what draw me drew me to it, and I was like, oh wow, this actually is not as bad as you make it seem. Okay, you know, but I mean, okay. I also uh, dated outside of my religion, and for me, I think it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Okay. Um, although things didn't work out, you know, I still. Um, I value what came out of it because, you know, I actually, when I, I date, I date for marriage. Like when I was younger, it was, you know, we just date for whatever. Um, but as I got older after college, I was like, yo, if I'm dating you, it's because I want to pursue something serious. Um, and although things didn't work out, we both very clearly knew we were of different faiths, but for her, it was extremely important that I grew my Christianity. Mm, not in her Muslim uh, no, faith, but in your was, own Christianity. Was, to, to her, it did it because we felt like we could make it work with two different religions. But she just felt that I wasn't even strong in my Christianity. Oh. So did she did that make you feel some type of way for someone to call you out on your own? It, it, it I appreciate it because she pushed me. Yeah, she, you know, when she was like, she would wake me up on Sundays, like, "Yo, why aren't you going to church?" Mm, a fan. Like, and, and, and that pushed me to, to get closer to God. And that, that was because she was extremely rooted in her religion. You know, what ended up kind of breaking us towards the end was figuring out, because if it was just the two of us, we may have made it, been able to make it work. But when we started talking about the future and children yeah, and how to, how to raise a family, mm-hmm. that's really when it kind of really came to a head. But like I said, I'm appreciative of that because at the end of that relationship, I was stronger in my walk with God. Mm. Like for me to heal from that relationship, I had to get closer to God mm. and I had to understand that. And, I, and it also defined what I was looking for in my next relationship. And mm. it's just every relationship, you know, every relationship you're in will tell you what you're looking for in the next one. Absolutely. And it's, it's guided me a lot more in this relationship that I am now in which I am extremely happy. And, but that's why I'm grateful for my past relationship because I wouldn't be here now if it wasn't for that. Now, do you think that your parents would have accepted her? Because um, your parents are pretty deep into church. You know what? Interestingly enough, one of my parents knew about her uh-huh. uh, towards the end, and they were surprisingly fine with it. I was shocked. I went- <laughs> the, the, other, yeah. the other parent, uh, yeah. um, to this day, still doesn't know, and at this point, it's over, so there's no reason. Wait, for- was it your mom or your dad that was fine with it? Actually, my dad was okay with it. Wow. Okay, I was thinking the opposite. Okay. Yeah, I, to what was the nationality? If if it's not too invasive, I don't know. If um, I rather for the sake of this podcast, I rather not. Perfect. But she she was African. 
okay. okay. She was a different African. Yeah, she was different African. She was a Ghanaian, though. Yeah, okay. So I also got, I wouldn't even say talked, but got to know somebody who's Muslim as well. Hey. Gosh, guys. It's a big world out here, you know? It really is, right? Because, again, I like to just get to know people. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to know what your heart is like. Are you kind? Like, are you a good person? Mm -hmm. Um, And I got to know him. And there was a point where I'm like, let me call my mom and just ask her, like, what would you think if I... First of all, he wasn't even African. So that's just... You know, a barrier to African Was parents. No, okay, don't, don't play. No. Absolutely <laughs> I'm not. Just making sure. No. <laughs> um, White people are in a timeout right now. <laughs> no, that's fucking facts. Okay, so um, yeah, so I talked to him. Oh, I talked to my mom. And I said, hey, mommy, um, what would you think if I brought somebody home that was Muslim? First, I asked, what would you think if I brought somebody home that was not Ghanaian? And she was like, you know, as long as you're happy, like, I just want to make sure that you're happy. Is this person a good person? I'm like, that's why I mess with you. That's why you're my mom. So then I went ahead, you know, I went to step next Push the envelope. <laughs> Push the envelope a little bit. And I said, all right, well, what would you say if he was, you know, Muslim? She was quiet for a little bit. And she said, Abigail, as long as you're happy, I just want you to be happy. And my mom is Christian is all hell. Like, my mom is Christian, okay? That woman praise like i i always say that i am alive because my mom prays for me like it has to be but i was so shocked that such a christian woman would be like you know i'm open to whatever as long as you're happy you know what that's the same reaction i got and i was absolutely floored yeah i thought it was gonna be so crazy he was like no as long as you two who are want to live life together are on the same page and understand each other that's what she said that's what matters that's exactly what Truly mom beautiful, said. Truly beautiful, honestly. No, I, I think that's really important. Mom, I didn't expect it either. I thought mom was about to go sick, okay? Because I, especially as the church that we come from, like we're mad prideful about our religion. Like just super prideful about it. So I was very shocked that she felt that way. So. I, mean, I don't think you guys should be shocked because like what are your parents going to do if they like if they say no? You're still gonna do whatever you want anyway. <laughs> so they'd rather We're be just on trying yours. to avoid the drama. <laughs> yes, that's that. exactly what it is. It's like, what can they do? They really can't. No, you know how they, they, you know how Thanksgiving is. Right. As long as you're not with right. someone, just you know, Thanksgiving. Out. We was worried about Christmas. Right. Because <laughs> then what? But I, I, I do care. I want there okay. to be peace in my, fa- in, 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 like in my house and my family. And if my parents don't agree with my future partner, there's gonna be tension, and there's not gonna be that full like love and support yeah. and just all like, right well i know i know your parents pretty well would they be okay with you dating somebody that is outside of your religion no do you do you think they wouldn't be okay or you know they wouldn't be okay because i i thought they same, would never be okay. same and yeah. i never in a million years i thought i was about to get cussed out for like the next week and a half that's why i only told one parent right <laughs> at right. a time yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and i was shocked right no they they would not they wouldn't be bothered about it. No. No. Would you even be open to dating somebody outside of your religion? No, please. Okay, why? Um, because of my how strong I am in my walk with Christ. That's mm-hmm. that's what I know and that's what I'm like that's what I'm striving towards and I need the person to also be along that journey as well. Yeah. And I'm still learning. I'm still a babe in Christ, you know. I'm still I'm still We're learning. So I'm still God is still revealing himself to me. I'm still, you know, he's still pruning me, getting rid of certain things from me and all that stuff. And so I also want the person to to be on that journey as well and 
yeah, it's not easy. So yeah. do you think somebody who dates outside of Christianity or their faith is, is a weak is a reflection of weakness in their own faith? Please, I didn't say that. No, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Because cause your response was, no, I wouldn't do it because I'm so strong in my faith. Mm. So the opposite to that is, they're that not is not yeah, mm. they're not as strong in That's it. a good point. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. And maybe I should kind of like do a quick little like citation to what I said, like a little edit. Um, We're just trying to push the button here. Oh, no, for sure. I, I wouldn't call someone else weak based off of like how I feel and like what I want for myself. Yeah. Um, It's things like this are a case by case basis. And for me, that's just what I would want. That's that's what I know. Like how Savannah said that based on the calling for on her life, she knows the kind of person that she based on the call on, on her life. She knows like the kind of person she has to be with. And same, I, I can't deviate from Christianity. Oh, I actually have a friend who um, said the same thing. She said, you know, I I would not date somebody who's of a, a different faith um, just because I know, like, I know, I, I forget what Muslim people believe in. I mean, maybe, Juan, you can talk a little bit more about that. But I don't, I don't, I know they believe in God. Is that right? Um, like when you when you take your uh, shihada, which is like you basically convert to Islam, mm-hmm. you have to profess that there's one God, only one deity, and no other God is. Um, so they don't like, believe in like the Holy Spirit. They, and- so they do believe in Jesus and Mary and Joseph and all that stuff, but they don't acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God. Okay, that's, that's what that's, it is. That's, the, that's, that's what that's she the, said. That's she, pretty much the biggest difference. That's what she said. She said that. I hope she doesn't kill me for this. Please don't kill me for this. I'm not going to say your name, <clears> but um, that's what she said. Was that you know she was talking to somebody and. Um, she understands like, you know, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, like she, she believes in the Holy Trinity. She, she believes in these things and for somebody else to not even believe in that at all. But the person was trying to make it seem like, oh no, but we all both believe in God. And she was like, we might believe in God, but we not here when it comes to the things that we want to teach. It's very different. 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 So she was like, nah, in terms of like my future and how I want to raise my kids, that, that, that just doesn't work for me. So real quick. So just anybody can answer this. Is your faith, is your relationship with God, and I'm, I know what you guys are going to say about so I, <laughs> I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. <laughs> does your relationship with God trump your relationship with that person, who they are, when you're first meeting somebody? Because what you guys are pretty much saying is that, like, when you meet somebody, that's the first, that's your first, like, ticker. Are our faith on the same page? Boom. For, and, uh, no, I, I know for them. Okay, gotcha. I know for you, that's what I'm, I'm asking, like... Mm-hmm. Is that more for you a ticker or is it more like, I, I want to know who you are first as a person and then we'll worry about the other things as a group. Together. I want to know who you are first as a person, just because I've just heard and witnessed too many people saying that they, you know, they love God and they're a man of God. And even when their fruits show that they are a man of God, they can also, you know, switch up. So I'm going to give everybody a chance first and be like, who are you as a person? And if you're, and of course, I want somebody who believes in God. It would be nice to have somebody who believes in God, and that's what I strive for. But that's just not the forefront for me. For me, it's like, who are you as a person? And then, you know, we'll talk about other things as well. But I want to hear their answer. Ginger, my spirits. Go on. I think, I think in my case, because like, so my dad, he 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 got pretty into Christianity later on in life. He's like fifty three or so now. But he's just getting into that the last couple of years. But my, you know what I mean? But no, I'm happy for him, you know what I mean? Because he actually has something to look forward to now. 
But I think what was the um you said like you do you look forward I'm sorry do you look at who they are as a person before or like yeah I look at so? who they are as a person first like for for me personally I I think I'm kind of on that like looking at who they are as a person first because you can tell me and I'm not this is like not a shot either like you can tell me that you're a Christian but again like. If I see you doing certain things, I'm like, I'm like, well, I can't necessarily say that's not what Christians do, but you're not really being a good ambassador for what you're telling me that you believe in. Uh, so why would I want to follow? I also what feel a way about that too. Which you, I, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I know, I know. It's not that I'm judging, but like, I, I, I used the McDonald's Burger King thing earlier, but I kind of like clean it up for the podcast. Like, if you tell me one thing, and you're saying you're part of this organization or these people that do this, right? And I may be interested in joining, but I see what you do in your spare time when no one's watching, or when you think no one's watching. Mm-hmm. Why should I change what I do when I already do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. From, but also, I, mean, I don't know if I just like went off on like a. No, yeah. I don't think so. I think that's true. But I think that also a caveat to that is that people mm-hmm. should also be responsible for their own um, relationship with God. I, I think that we put way too much pressure on other people to act um, As like child. Yeah, like perfect, and then we judge them and be like, well, she's not acting like that, or she's not acting like this, so I'm not going to get closer to God when it should really just be like your own relationship with God, which is another reason why I look for what people, how people are as just people and not, I don't put too much pressure on the religion piece of it because that's a lot of pressure to feel like you got to act perfect. So, so can I ask you a follow-up wait, question? Wait, no, I, I want to I answer real quick. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I think who you are as a person and your faith are your faith is part of who you are. So the work that you're doing, how you act, it's a lot of times, especially all of us who grew up in the church, right? It's also kind of defined by our upbringing in the church. So for me, when I was dating somebody outside of the religion, yeah, I understood that they were Muslim, but I also understood who they were as a person and she gave to charity all the time when when she was fasting and praying jason why aren't you fasting and praying like you know things like that so her character who she was as a person was a good person but it was also defined by her religion so i don't think they're mutually exclusive from one another is do you choose to look past that religion piece and still grow with that person that's the real question okay so i guess my question is for abby are you based, so you said you're looking for someone based on who they are, mm-hmm. and you, you believe in God, mm-hmm. right? So are you basing that based off who who I, Abby, believe is a good person, who or who the Bible says is a good person? Who I believe is a good person. Okay. Yeah. So who does the Bible say is a good person? <laughs> like, aren't all people of God supposed to be, you know... No, not necessarily, but I, I'm interested in hearing but, that. But, okay. No, but I mean... To that extent, if I was to, I would do an intensive or extensive research into the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So like, what is a good person from the Bible? I haven't done that research. I'm not like about to Jesus. speak on something. That's the um, thing, though. I mean, Kenny yes, Rogers? So per- but nobody is of Jesus. Nobody can be like the perfect person. That's, that's why thing. I'm not gonna... You're not perfect, but the grace but what is, is okay, grace there, bro. Nah, if you're gonna ask what is, if I'm looking for a good person based on the Bible versus myself... You have to be able to tell me what a good person from the Bible is. Okay, so by all means, given to charity, yada yada. So yada, that makes right? somebody a good person from no, the Bible. He said, "Given to charity," so I'm repeating what he yeah. said. Given to but, charity. Okay. Okay. Yada yada yada. However, and this is to no offense to anyone. I don't want this to anybody to take this wrong, but this is just you know what my Bible says that we have to accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and personal Savior. A person technically can be 
someone who's a good person but not accept the Lord Christ as their their personal savior. So Is if that they okay? so if they don't accept Christ as their personal savior, does that make them a bad person? It doesn't make them a bad person, but according does to does it the make Bible, them a good person? To, no, yeah, no, to some people it does. No, in the Bible it doesn't make it doesn't make them a bad or a good person. It just determines whether they're saved or not. But it doesn't make them bad or a good person. But at the end of the day, right? Are you going to quote unquote get into a relationship with somebody who's not saved? Let's say they hit everything else and they decide, you know what? Yeah, I'm a good person. I give to charity. I love puppies. But they yada, believe yada, in God. Yada. I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. But they believe in God. They believe in Jesus Christ. They believe in, because you can believe in Jesus Christ and still not be quote unquote saved. Yeah, like if you're, if you're, Muslim, yeah, Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, so okay, if so it's somebody, but if they believe in God and they believe in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and they're not saved, I'm still going to talk to them because I, I always based it on myself. Like, I just know I'm not a perfect Christian and I'm not, I don't always behave so, as, as though I'm saved. So I'm not going to uh, go to somebody and be like, oh, well, you're not saved. So I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to you know do what? that. I'm no, going to keep I'll, talking I'll even, to you. I'll, right? I'll even just add something, right? I think not necessarily the question should be if you're a man of God, but more so like, well, how how are you a man of God? Like, wait, which way? Because if, if I'm an Orthodox Jew, I still believe in God, but I also don't even believe Jesus even existed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I'm, 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 I don't know everything about Orthodox Jews, so I don't want to, you know, misquote them, but I know they don't believe that Jesus came here. So when he comes for the, the second time, it's his first time. Mm-hmm. And so they don't even believe, you know what I mean? So, like, I can still be a man of God being an Orthodox Jew, but not necessarily as a Christian man who believes that Jesus is Lord and Savior, and then as a Muslim man who doesn't even believe that Jesus was a Savior, is more so a prophet. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? I can still be a man of God, but, like, I believe something else. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I can, okay, but I agree with that, because now we're talking about different religions, right, and what you believe in. But I think for me, I mean, as long as we're all kind of on the same page as, like, we believe in this higher power that is God, right, I think that that for me, I'm okay with that. And okay. I also think you're looking at morals. Do your morals? Yeah, align? I'm just looking at people for who they are. Like, what? Who are you? Like, who are you as a person? Like, what do you? What do you believe in? Are you a good person? Like, are you kind? Are you good to people? Are you good to yourself? That's what I. I really focus on. I don't think I focus too much on um, what level of do you believe in God are you at. I don't do. I don't. I don't think I'm not interested too much in that. That is nice when it comes, but first and foremost, that's not too much what I'm looking for. But I do want to move on to the last question. Perfect. Even though I didn't get to answer mine, oh. but it's cool. Oh, no, no, oh no, wait. Go ahead, go ahead girl. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I would not date someone outside of my religion. I think everybody here would know that. Um, my mother would be opposed to it. My father wouldn't be too upset which is actually really crazy because like I stated, my dad's a pastor, but he is like, he's very like, I love everyone type situation. And yes, he's at the end of the day, I think it would be more of how deep this person is. I think if it's someone who's like in between religions or doesn't really quite know the religion, then he'll be okay with it. And once I haven't tried this out, I'm just assuming. You think he'd be more okay with that than somebody who's of a completely different religion? Oh, if he's completely different, no. But I he know. would be okay with somebody who's not quite, yeah, you because know, then there there's, with there's, the same religion. Yeah, yes. Okay, if I brought gotcha. him home, he'd be like, okay, well, you know, at least you like this guy. So obviously he must be a good guy. You know, let's go ahead and, you know, talk it out. Let's see, yada, yada, yada. Just because, like I said, when he got married, he was not the man that he is today. Gotcha. However, if I brought home, like, a deeply rooted Muslim, yeah, he it's would a no-go. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, my last question to y'all is, so I've noticed on social media that there's been this big push for, um, the, been this big push in churches to basically, it, it looks like they're praying. I I just wish there was another word to use for it. They but pray it, with the E, not the E. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Yes, thank you for the, for the distinction. Okay. It looks like they're praying on young women in their like late 20s and early 30s because of course this is that age where everybody's at least if you're african where everybody's looking at you like are you gonna get married or <laughs> you gonna have, are you gonna Fire. have kids dude i know i get this question all of the time when i get to my african aunties and uncles like oh when are you getting married oh when are you gonna have kids and it seems like the churches have kind of created something to really just directly i don't know how to best say it um it just looks like single women in their late 20s and 30s are being preyed upon from certain churches or different churches where it's like, okay, let's do this fasting so that you can find a husband or come to this church because you're going to find a husband. And it seems like there's so much emphasis on finding a husband right now through the church. And I'm not getting that same energy, at least for me, when I see on social media that it's going towards the men as well. And even... Um, Another thing that has, you know, deterred me from going to church is being in church and then hearing preaching that is just like so directed towards women and not men. Like, oh, women, you have to do this. Oh, women, you have to dress like this. Oh, women, you have to act like this. But I never hear like, oh, guys, you too, you have to act right or you have to get it together or you have to treat your woman like this. I never hear that. And I kind of want to hear what you guys think about that. I'll let you go first, Vanessa. I, w- I had a thought, and I wanted to gather it, and I kind of lost it. So you can go, and I'll, and I'll go after you if I can yeah. bring it together. Thank you. Um, I mean, I don't think, personally, people should be praying for men. And that's pray with an A. Oh, you mean, like, women should be praying for their husbands? <laughs> like, I think that I think most people, in general, should just be praying for their own self-love and their own peace. A, a, someone who sees that, and, like, that or like, that aura comes off of you, a man will see that and go towards that. But you trying to pray and be like, oh, yeah, I need to find the right guy. Like, I don't, that, it just doesn't, it doesn't click for me to, like, that's not the answer to try to find a dude. Again, you don't just going to go back to Married at First Sight because my sister Paige says she prayed. Okay? So you don't think prayer is, uh, mm-hmm. I guess you don't, you don't think you can pray for God to help you find the right, is like, to help you find the right spouse is what I, you're saying. I personally pray like pretty much every day, right? I pray like once a day pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. But whenever I pray, I don't ever pray for something. Like, I just pray for just general peace. I pray for my own inner peace, my own self-love, and then anything else that comes after that, that's just, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not praying like, oh, damn, I, next week, next year I need to get a, a big house, or I'm praying for someone to come in and, like, save my, like, obviously God is here to save me, but I'm not looking for another human being to come in and try to change what's going, that's happening to me. I just pray for the people who I love, why don't you pray for yourself? Don't you know God loves you and no, wants I, to help I, I you too? I pray for myself, but I don't pray for things. Like, I never pray for, like, yo, I, I can't, God, please, like, I see these Jordans coming out and I, <laughs> no, and I need to get I these mean, things. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, I see this beautiful woman. Like, I don't know this woman inside and out yet. So oh, no, I, I think I that's that? completely different. You, I you, mean, praying for a godly marriage, praying for a marriage that glorifies god not necessarily jesus i see um a b c and d and i'm praying for him my friend but do y'all think that churches are are basically taking advantage of young women right now unfortunately some of them are some are i don't think every church is and i think um 
first of all, the enemy doesn't want two Christians to come together and make more Christians to further, you know, the, the kingdom further of the God. Kingdom. And so there are certain things that have unfortunately be, unfortunately been placed in people's lives, whether it's like certain curses or just certain things through our family and through our bloodline or just like certain characteristics or spirits that like, whether it's like procrastination, whether it's lying, whatever it is, or like not finishing something that you ever start. So I think being able to pray about those certain things and knocking those barriers down to make way for God's blessings to come and for you to obtain, you know, your favor, your marriage, your your children, whatever the case is. I think there's nothing wrong with praying about those things. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with praying about those things. I think what's wrong is that a lot of churches have used that to take advantage of women that are in their late 20s and early 30s because they know that during that time, a lot of people are looking at you. There's a lot of eyes on you. Basically, there's so much pressure on you to have kids and get married. And I think that a lot of churches see that and they've taken advantage of that. Taken advantage in, in like what way? Like how are they of taking bringing advantage? people into their church or um, saying like we're going to do this fasting and, you know, hope like a, a marriage fast. I don't even know. I don't know what exactly they do, like a marriage fasting. So you fast and see if you can find your husband or something like that. But all that brings money into the church. All Not that brings. Fast. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait, wait, hold up. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So all of that brings money into the church. The more younger people you have, and especially us, because we are well-educated, you know, we, we know what we want in terms of like our careers and things like that. So we have the money. So, but you're bringing in a lot of young women into the church and that's money that period, like that's collection. Am I wrong? Yeah. I just want to finish my thought because when you see relationships, marriages, all that stuff, your eyes go to it directly. So you might be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm trying to get with somebody. Okay, cool. Let me go and do this marriage fast or do whatever and pray. But through that, 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 fast, that like, you know, eyes. headline of attraction, you're also, you know, getting deliverance from certain things that's also being prayed through whatever program. It's not necessarily, okay, come and pray and get your husband. It's come and pray come into this marriage fast or this fast, come into our, come to our church and be free from lust, Fornication. Be, be free from lying, stealing, whatever it is. Like it's all kind of like tied in together. It's not necessarily come and get married. It's come and be free and live your best life as Christian a Christian. Life. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm not so it draws lie. people in. Yes. But like, it's, I'm sorry, go on. I'm not, I was not aware of any of this. Like, yeah, this is the first time I'm actually like. Streets. And I, that's the thing. I know you guys keep talking about what actually happens mm-hmm. when you guys get there. That's not what I'm talking about. All that's fine. Great. Do all of that. What I'm saying is people are taking advantage of younger women right now, of, of women in their late 20s and early 30s well, from the church. I mean, that's, so I, I, think, I think this is multifaceted in the sense of, one, it's not necessarily, it's cultural. Right, a, a big part of it is cultural, especially us who are around um, Africans, but also in, in the black community. It's like it's expected that a woman by a certain age has a family, and she she's nurturing and she's bringing kids. So it's just like w- clearly, it's it's not. They always look at the men as well. Men have options, so you know we're not worried about him. He just right. has to settle down and pick one. Right. Whereas women don't necessarily it's like they, they have to find a man to pick them right and so and so in that sense that it's cultural it's wrong but the other part of it is i also don't always think that it's malicious 
I think it just, this is what they know as a culture. We know that we have to pray for the women. It may not be right, but we know that we have to pray for the women so they can find their husbands. So let's get these women in the church because if we teach them to pray or do X, Y, Z, then they'll find their husbands. So, I don't, it, yes, there's definitely a lot of churches that do shit to get more money in the churches and, and take advantage of that. But I don't think it's always all malicious. I think it just sometimes it's the culture seeping through the church and it's not necessarily Christianity. Yeah. Which is a problem, though. isn't only for women, though. I feel as though. I don't even want us women... to only focus on, like, the fasting or what happens okay. after. Because okay. then it becomes about that. What I really want to focus on is, like, just this... Um, Preying on people because of marriage. Yeah, or just like, just this uh, gender thing of just like women are the ones, there's just so much focus on women on their late, in their late 20s and early 30s when it comes to marriage and the church. And that's what I I really want to focus on. Do you know what I mean? That kind of goes back to what Jason was just saying. Like, it's not like, all right, for example, I know like we're in a new age where everyone doesn't look at the men to provide, but the people who are leading the churches, are from that generation, right? Yeah. So for them, they're like, all right, the ben, the the man needs to provide and needs to find the right woman to be part, so that you obviously be part of his family. And the woman needs to find the same thing. They're saying, okay, when you come to the church, this might be an opportunity for you to find that. So I don't think it's as much as like people are trying to prey on women and be like, all right, here, let me take your money because you're looking for a husband. As if, as more as it, it's like, kind of like when I said the thing about the basketball with the kids. Once they get to the church, they got to figure out the rest when they get there. I feel like that's kind of what those people are more trying to do than to be like, oh, yeah, I want you in the church so then we can try to, like, take your money and stuff. So crazy part is I actually, um, so the Bible tells us that when God makes something, the enemy is going to create what? A counterfeit. So there are churches that are preying on women. There are yeah, churches I, that, I see it. There I are see churches it, yeah. that will say, bring me A, B, C, and D, and I will open up your womb as if they have power or bring me A, B, C, and D, and then the next year you will find. Magician. If, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You'll find a husband. And we should all be fighting against those type of churches. We should stop that type of corruption. Like, How can you stop that type of corruption when you yourself and, who oh God, <gasps> you yourself, you don't know the spirit. You don't, you don't take time, and this is like not obviously. You yourself, you don't take time to dive into the word of God to know when the spirit is talking and versus when men is talking. This is when the spirit of discernment comes into you. Right. Because if you don't know the sound of God, if you don't know the voice of God versus the God, the voice of men, every single time someone says, come so I can give you something you want, you're going to run. All they have to do is, well, God told me or God said you bring this. You don't know the, the voice of God for yourself. So you're going to run. So if you want to stop it, take it upon yourself to learn the voice of God in your own spirit, because then he'll be able to help you determine is that false or is that real? I get that, but I don't think that everybody is there do you know like people not everybody's on the same level or the same huh spiritual yeah like not everybody is there so you don't think everybody can learn before deciding to do a fast i just don't think a lot of things are realistic i just feel like i think of things in realistic ways and when a lot of women are seeing people go to a certain church or do whatever and they see that these things are happening for people or um they just they see the advertisement for marriage and relationships and all that. Not everybody is going to be like, let me think about discernment. Not, not people. It's just not realistic. I just want to be real. Like, it's just not realistic to so? think Why about can't that. It be? No, you because know crazy? people are not everybody this. is on the same page no, when it comes I, to I their religion and how they believe, though. Before so I you can't say 
but hold on. So I say it's not realistic because not everybody's on the same page. Can I can I say something? Yeah. Before I became serious with my Christianity, and Vanessa is a witness to this, what brought me seriously into my Christianity, not that I was looking for marriage, but it was what? A marriage fast. Marriage fast. A marriage fast has brought me here. I wasn't looking for marriage. At that point, I was just like, yo, I'm about to graduate school. Son's missing. I want to try to take God seriously. Yes, it's called a marriage fast, but I ain't really trying to get married to the guy I'm talking to right now. But let's just see what's going to happen. That's literally how I went into it. And based off of that, through my that, life changed. Yeah, through you know that, you, like we've gotten connected together with other like-minded women in Christ to also like push us. When you don't feel like praying, somebody's like, call, like they'll call your phone, jump on the prayer line. We're praying right now. No. Read your Bible. Let's do this Bible study. All that. Granted, yes, some churches are praying on women and it's horrible. We, you, you know, gotta want to seek God before you seek marriage. I don't think that's unrealistic. You, and I, you'll say you believe in God, right? You say your God is your creator. Your God is the Lord of all, everything. If the Lord is the creator and the Lord of, of everything, shouldn't you seek him first before everything, quote unquote, that comes with it? Because marriage comes with it. Life comes with the it. The reason why freedom. I say that it's not realistic um, for everybody to think in that manner, because everybody is not where you're at with their belief. That's why I say that it's not realistic for everybody to think in that manner. So do you really believe in God if you don't believe he's the God of everything, though? But even if I believe in God, but my belief in God isn't exactly to a standard of your belief in God, I still believe in God. Do you so know what, what I mean? Like, God, then? So are you, isn't God a mighty... So if we were to look into dictionary right now, mm-hmm. and obviously I'm just talking, um, isn't God someone who is mighty, who is a ruler of everything? Mm-hmm. Is that really god that you believe in or do you just believe in someone who decides to let things happen sometimes or take what does that have to do what does that have to do with women in their late 20s and 30s and the advantage that are, that's being taken from churches if and, you're going to a church right mm-hmm. then obviously you must believe the lord you must believe in god your personal savior why not seek God for yourself first before you go and seek? That's what I'm saying. God. What I'm saying is that pe- not everybody's there and we have to give like grace to people because not everybody is there at that at that place where they're like, I'm ready to seek God right now. But I believe in God, but I'm just not ready for this uh, certain relationship that I'm supposed to have with God because people tell me I'm supposed to have this relationship with so God because I also believe with a man. I, I, I think what I was trying to get at is like, let's just put it in terms so people like myself can understand this. Um, <laughs> Your your faith, let's call your uh, faith like the NBA, like so top, right. like the cream of the crop, right? Like like you can't get to this after you've gone through certain levels, high school, mm-hmm. college, AAU, whatever it may be. What Abby's saying is, if somebody's in varsity level, like in high school, they got three more levels to go. Are you saying like are you just not like and if gonna- and if okay, I want because I want to relate it back to the the churches and all mm-hmm. that stuff because if somebody's at their at that level, right, at right. the varsity level, and they see all of this stuff, like hey. People are finding husbands at this church. People are finding their first thing isn't to be like, oh, I'm going to go and find God for myself. They're going to be like, okay, I want to go to this church because people are finding husbands. But you're saying, but no, they got to go and find God first. Not everybody's at that level where they're like, okay, I can go and find God right now. I know what to do. That's just not realistic. I I don't think it's even a level. I think it's a a thought process. Exactly. Not everybody is there. So to say like, oh, okay, if somebody, if a, a, oh, if a, if a young person in late twenties and thirties sees this, what they should first do is say, okay, let me figure out God for myself. Not everybody's there to do that. And, and what is, I'm how do we get to people to actually think like that? I wouldn't say God. Like you know, like, you know, I meditate a lot, right? Yeah. So like, meditation is about like think like feeling inward, like being in a stillness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not able to get to that stillness unless I go do it myself. You know what I'm saying? I I 
I've talked to Abby like you want to meditate. Like, I think meditation is actually really good because it kind of yeah. puts you in a peaceful place because like the world is going so fast. Yeah. Everybody's always thinking about the future and thinking about the past. No one's ever thinking about right now. So for me, meditation helps me be into the right now, which is how I now move. Now you're talking about people who are trying to find men. They need to start finding that inwardness in themselves before they find a man or do anything. So I think that obviously we can look at the system and be like, it's wrong. But until you find, until you see for yourself that it's not good for you, yeah, that's the only way it's going to change. So yeah. if you're in that point in your life where you're like, I, I, the only way I'm going to find a man is going to the church. Well, I think you're already thinking backwards. All right, y'all. Thank you for having that conversation with me. I know at times it got a little spicy and feisty, but I appreciate y'all for coming and having the conversation and being honest about how you feel about religion because, you know, it's your perspective to have. So I appreciate you guys sharing your perspectives. Um, Let's get into the next portion of the show. So this portion is called Listener Letters. This week, I don't want to have a certain question that I asked, but just listen to the podcast and kind of write in what your feelings are in regards to, you know, relationships and religion and how you feel about it. Do you date somebody that's outside of your religion? Do you not? Um, do you feel like you're looking for a man of God? And what does that look like? Are you looking for a woman of God? What does that look like? So let me know what you're feeling about this episode and what your thoughts are. All right, y'all. Let's get into the last portion of this show. What have you been reading, listening to, um, or watching? Who wants to go first? I'll hit lead off on this one. Okay. Um, I've been reading the Gucci Mane Guide to Greatness. Okay. I think I have that book. It's dope. It's dope. It's okay, so it's your typical rapper book, you know, it's a lot of nice pictures in there. You know, like you're like, word, like no no no, it's it's cool, it's cool. And he says things like it's 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 a very easy read, so it's not like you're reading seven habits of highly effective people. But what he says in there though, it's it, it's worth the read, man. And because it's him, he's like you know, you got to just distance, distance yourself from negative people. Obviously, you've heard that before. Like, really just focus on a goal. Like, I'm telling you, like, if you want to succeed or he even said you want to start a podcast, you have everything you need right in here. You don't yeah. need any exterior factors or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, you know, but it's good hearing it from him. You know what I mean? Like, it's Gucci, man. Come on, oh, boy. Period. And, um, <laughs> now, was that, was, that, was that reading, watching, and or was that reading it's or? It's either or. So you can do all three, but you can do one, and that's completely fine, too. I'm watching All American right now. I'm catching up. I know I'm Dang, late. I'm, I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. Listen, listen, oh, listen, listen. The third, the third season's on right now, but I'm on Netflix. Listen, the, the problem is I don't really be watching stuff. I get home late. I, you know, I'm, I'm on. Uh, Spencer just got shot where I'm at. Um, not to spoil the show for anybody who hasn't watched it, but everybody's he's, watched it. Juan, you don't have to worry I, about damn. it. Listen, I, listen, I, listen. I've never I'm seen so, that show in my life. Oh, yeah. dad, for real? Dang. Well, people oh, who do watch it, I think, are caught up. Damn, you've never watched All American. All American. All American. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I just started watching it last week. I just started watching it. I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to disappoint you guys. <laughs> so I have. Um, oh, I just had the show in my head. Well, I've been watching Drag Race. I'm still watching Drag Race. I'm still watching. This is a still obviously watching Married at First Sight. But I just started watching. Um, Snowfall? Have you guys heard of Snowfall? Hey. There's yes, a part the... that deterred me. Oh, oh really? There was a part... I know, wait, I don't tell me. Don't tell me. How far are you in? I'm it's in... in the first season. Oh, wait. I, oh, I'm pretty there in is, the first season. I saw season. something season so vivid to me, I could not watch okay, it. Okay, don't tell me. We'll maybe I didn't, okay, yeah, I kinda, we'll I, talk about I, it off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I don't... I mean, it has nothing to do with the main character per se, right? But it was just... It hurt my soul. I couldn't watch it anymore. And oh, my brother okay. and my sister love that show. Oh, I'm scared now because I feel like I'm pretty deep in. Deep in. Was, it, was, it, was it that episode that only you saw? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. 
But okay, um, what am I listening to? Still listening to Jasmine Sullivan. Um, yes, I love that album. I'm still listening to um, WizKid's album. Still to this day, it's amazing. And then I just got put on this song right here, 34 plus 35. The remix with Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, and Megan Thee Stallion. And I've been playing that song over and over as well. So that's what I have been watching and listening to. So... I haven't been reading nothing. I need to get back into reading, uh, but I just listen a lot to the to the uh, the Joe Button the Joe Button podcast. Great, uh, great listen, great listen. The J- JVP man, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, that and then uh, I've been watching whatever my lovely girlfriend puts on TV. I married at first sight, <laughs> um, and then just catching up on the MCU. And then I think what's MCU? The uh, Marvel comic. Oh, oh. WandaVision. Okay. Yes, I was yeah, gonna say that. Is it good? I didn't like it. No, the, yo, the first three episodes. The first okay, three episodes. Okay. Okay. Yo, okay. Like, I was, okay. I was about to stop like, watching. No, like, I was wondering. Not. I'm like, this is really slow. Yeah. No, it, it I don't was, get I was about it. To start, stop watching until bright, and I'm like, no, watch from the fourth episode. Oh, uh, okay. Also, I'll try again. Yeah. Episode, just skip everything. No, else. no, you. But you need to watch you the first three. Need to put context. Yeah, I don't have time. That and then just about to start catching up on the Flash. Oh, okay. Good. Another good show. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I'm also watching WandaVision, and I recently started The Mandalorian. Oh, oh that's good. Okay. it's really good. Is I'm it? like such a geek. I'm on season two now, and I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, we love that. Um, really good show. And I recently discovered, not discovered, but came across an album called The Walk and the Way. It's Christian music. And it's basically, if you need something to like set the atmosphere with your worship and just kind of like, you know, meditate on the word of the Lord and just kind of like a shift, definitely tune in. It's by One Spirit and Theophilus Sunday. I hope I'm saying this right. I don't (laughs) know. But the album is called The Walk and the Way and it's like a grayish background if you need to find it on like Apple Music, whatever the case is. Really, really good definitely recommend that of course the bible i'm reading that but that's that's regular yeah and um yes we have a book club for um fervent the fervent woman no wait is is the fervent woman it's called um fervent a woman's battle for serious specific and strategic prayers yeah so we have a um a book club. I'm behind on the book club, but I'm gonna catch up by our next meeting, <laughs> which is on Wednesday. I don't know when this podcast is going out, but just in case anyone wants to join, it is open to. I'll everyone. be. I'll be there. Okay then. Hey, the book is on Amazon. Go find it. But um, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go next. Um, I am watching Behind Her Eyes. I believe it's called. Oh yeah. I was like that. You did? Did you finish? Oh, it, I though? finished it. I skipped ahead. I couldn't get you past episode ahead. four. What? What are and you doing? I just, what you doing? I didn't like it. You oh. skipped ahead to what? The end? To, no, literally. I, 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 I read like, an this article. This isn't happening. And yeah, I just watched happening. the last 10 minutes of the Wow, episode, that's really crazy. Yeah. That's wild. And then yeah. um, last night, I started a new show that dropped on Netflix called Jill and Georgina. Oh, I saw I that. I believe something like that. Is it good? <laughs> um, Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Yes, it is. I yes, started it is. that. It, it, it is good. I, I like it. Um, I am a Maverick City music freak, and I they dropped a new album last week, and I've been um, binging on that. And as for books, I know this is kind of <laughs> with the theme that's going on. I am reading the um, Michael Todd relationship book. Oh, I, I just okay. got my hands on it from a friend, so I'm reading that. I'm reading. How do you like it? Um, it's things that I already knew, but I will. That's what say, I felt like. I felt like it was going to be a lot of what he already preaches about in mm-hmm. the book. 
I will say I did take some dating advice for, um advice from the book that I plan on trying out once I you know oh. like what but, um the friendship thing being I friends th- with somebody yeah I don't don't th- you already do that no I don't think I do just like he was like just kind of like for three months like solidify like nothing I don't know I I personally don't think I I done that just be past? friends with somebody before yeah. i think yeah. that's how i've gotten into every relationship yeah, that i've been be in i've been friends with, with them first grant no 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 so granted i think i took it in a way of no kissing for three months no yada 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 for, yo the way your head just turned that was actually really crazy <laughs> no but um, that's that's good like i really no, think you right no be that's friends with your partner that's before. what i'm doing but however i've been friends with okay i've known you for years but i still want to try that for three months okay now we're being intentional let's not you know do anything i mean point granted i'm not you know crazy but that's that's what i meant by that advice but it's a whole lot of everything that I, i've already i i think i already know well i i do know already know but i will say it's one of those things where i haven't finished a book in a long time did you finish it and i yes i oh, did okay. so i was extremely proud of myself um i'm rereading Feverent with my prayer group just because it is a wonderful book when it comes to being able to read i mean being able to pray and using scriptures to be able to you know where you um be an anchor of your prayer okay uh yeah that's it Alrighty, that's awesome sorry about that um just a quick question uh you guys are talking about uh being friends and like within people you're in relationship with yeah do you guys think your partner should be your best friend just yeah to some extent yeah I think so. I think those are the best relationships. They're so much fun. Uh, I think women look at it a little bit differently. Damn, I want to. I want to be best friends. Because um, as I, I mean, and I'm. I think I'm. I'm, I'm gonna speak for the guys, and guys, stop me if I'm wrong. Appreciate here. you. I keep talking. Um, <laughs> I think you should have a really good friendship, and that's your partner. But there's not everything that you're telling your girl. There's some things you can only talk to, but with your guys. You know what I mean, yeah. Just, just it is what it is. But. She is your partner. She, your partner is more than your best friend, but you might still have your guy best friend. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But you can be best friends with your partner. Agreed. That's my partner. You, yo, beyond the, stop thinking best friend. Like, girls want to, oh, yeah. it's cute. My, my man's my best friend. That's, that's not what we're looking at. You're my partner. Okay. That's crazy. I'm okay. trying to be friends too. Yeah, first. I'm trying to be best friends with be my best partner, friends. but okay. I'm like, besties for real. Like, I'm trying to be best friends. <laughs> gang, gang, for real. I don't want to get you guys off track, but that's just something I, I was thinking about. <laughs> okay. the week, I'm like, I don't know if I should, like, she be best friend with your girl, but whatever. If you feel what are you She's watching? What are you reading and listening? I to? got you. Uh, so you, I watched Snowfall as yeah. well, but I'm all, I also watched uh, Grownish the last episode. Oh, I love that oh, last episode too. Okay. Good, um, that was good, wasn't it? It was good. It yeah, was good. It, was, it was different, but it was good. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, I'm trying to start the Intelligent Investor. Um, Is that know, a book? It's a book. Yes. Okay. Uh, about stocks and stuff like that. Trying to get my, you know, portfolio together. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? By the dip. <laughs> Um, and then, um, listening, um, I'm listening to Wale, Good Vibes, um, parentheses, it's a very good song. I'll I'll put you out there. No, 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 I I heard that one. Very, very good song. Um, and then Lucky Day, Table for Two. Oh, I love Lucky Day. Okay. He got a new, uh, album out. Oh, EP? Okay, cool. It's good, it's good, it's good. So, besides that, I'm chilling. Okay. Oh, shout out. Album I was listening to this morning, Fred the Godson, God Level. Is it good? Bro, I know it's, it's the older one, but it's, it's, it's dope. No, I, I, I really, I saw it. I'm like, should I listen to this? Because I never it, listened it, to him. Yeah, listen. I, it was the first album I ever listened to from him, and I love it. Right. What is it? Who is he? Uh, Fred the Godson, rest in peace. He died from COVID last year. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Yeah, so this is this oh, is I... the last album he put out before he died. Damn. He just dropped another one, the you know, post posthumous, but um, I haven't heard that one yet. Okay. 
That's so All right, y'all. Well, again, thank you for coming and talking with me and talking about this topic of religion and dating. I appreciate you guys, and hopefully, we'll see you in future episodes. All righty. Bye. Peace.